It's time. Time's up already? Yeah. We gotta go to bed. With you? No! I think there's a room ready for you. Kaoru? Just for you. I see. Humans live with a constant feeling of pain inside of their hearts. But their hearts are sensitive to pain, so it makes living difficult. Their hearts are delicate like glass. Yours especially. You think so? Yes, you're worthy of my grace. Your grace? I'm saying I like you. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. And how many times do I have to tell you, Mr. Joshi's gone, Andy. He still lives on in our hearts. No, he doesn't. He does. He's not even listening. I know. Well, I know that. <laughs> he's not listening for his own voice. <laughs> what about our bowels? You know, I had trouble there because he's too far away for me to read his lips. He's Matt. <laughs> Damn it, his microphone's broken again. See the opposite of a funny voice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Vis- no, no auditory <laughs> jokes work really well in podcast. I forgot people can't see what I'm not saying. Yeah, they can't see your lips, Matt. You let me pick. Yeah, that's your. That's on you. <laughs> you can pick your friends. You can pick your nose. But you can't let Bill pick our names for Tootie Japanese. And I know all of our conversations here are recorded. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Clap Round for of that. applause on that one. Round <laughs> of applause. That is, that is fantastic. Hey, guys. Hi. 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 We're here today to talk about just this little animated show called Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Probably not. It's like a real niche thing. Real niche. No one ever, no one actually knows what it's about. Uh, well, actually, that's, that's probably still that's true. That's true. <laughs> no one's ever heard of it, I should say. <laughs> I hear it's very popular among, like, psychoanalysts, but not too many other people. And Yeah, it is, it is, whew, we're heading there. Maybe not so much today, a little bit today, <laughs> but definitely soon. Analysts and therapists and analrapists. That's when you hear both of those combined. An analyst and a therapist. Episode 24 no. is today. <laughs> Which is titled "The Last Cometh." <laughs> Dinosaurs love it too, you know. Theropods. <laughs> oh Lord, uh, it's Matt's week. Yep. I don't know whether I'm sorry or you lucked out because there's at least action to recap in this one, yes. unlike one of your last For, ones that you did. Out of these three final episodes, this one is lighter than the final two. And that's saying a lot that this one's the light episode, because yeah. some shit goes down in this one as well. It does. Uh, Matt! Hi. Hi, friend. No, I meant, hi, H-A-I, oh. for Japanese, yes. Okay. It's your week. It is the last cometh. 
bring us back to Baby Ray. Not Baby Ray. Baby Asuka again. <laughs> or Child Asuka. Baby Ray. So- <clears throat> ba- Sweet Baby Ray. <laughs> Baby Ray sounds like a fun rap artist. <laughs> that sounds like barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. This episode. Try to think of a proper descriptor for this episode for going into it, but I just it, I can't. It is an episode. It is an episode. Can't argue that. It's a happening. It begins with little Asuka running to see her mommy because she was accepted to be a pilot. Yes. I'm, I'm going to have friends finally. You know this is going to end well. Oh, I forget what she says, but I'm like, okay, her, uh, inflated opinion for, her inflated opinion of herself is already being born right here. See, I took this as telling us she had a bad opinion of herself and everything we've seen so far has been bravado. Because she's like, now people actually want to, like, sit with me at lunch and be friends with me and like me. I won't be lonely anymore, she yeah. says. Mm. So I thought, it, like, she was already fucked up as a kid. And and she even says in this, like, opening scene, too, like... I'm fucked up! Uh, well, she doesn't say that, necessarily. But she says something about, like, I'll, I won't be lonely yeah. anymore, and and, 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 uh, and I won't have to worry about Daddy and, and leaving me it alone. Was, it, was when her, it was when she said that she's going to be the world's greatest. Yes. That, that caught my attention as... Her yes. opinion of herself starting to grow. She's a, she's a kid. She's excited. She's, she's got like, ambitions. I understand. I'm just saying seeds. Seeds, seeds. of personality start young. We all know this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she, she she's going. She's happy because she'll mean she'll make friends. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. About to lose her closest friend here. <laughs> yeah, yep. Possibly her loneliness is just going to increase. Nah, she's so well-adjusted. Nothing bad could possibly happen. After several teases of a door opening, she finally goes, we finally see what's beyond the door, and it's... Yeah, it's that scene again from that episode that I reviewed. Yeah. Uh Mom's just hanging around. Mommy is (laughs) hanging hanging around the house. (laughs) Oh. Sorry, that's really terrible. (laughs) Oh, we sound like awful people. Hey, if you can't laugh at death, something, something. We get an auditory scene transition when we hear a slapping sound. Yeah. And it turns out that it was, of course, Asuka slapping Shinji because he told her that Kaji was gone. Yep. She cannot believe. Doesn't believe it. She can't handle it. And Shinji's like, he's fucking dead, you idiot. Yeah. We, of course, can only go up from that scene with Asuka naked in a bathtub in an abandoned condemned building in a red liquid i think it's just the lighting of the of the of the animation i, I straight yeah, up I, thought she cut her wrists oh i didn't even think about that she was like laying there not moving talking about she how looked, like, worthless she is talking about how she would just she'd rather just die that's very possible yeah, i i, I straight up thought that's what was going on no you might be right because she looks like she's far gone she ends up in a hospital like why else would she why would they take her to? I mean, she's mentally not there. Yeah. Maybe if it's like a mental hospital, but like, I wonder if the shot later on, like we get, I don't think we see anything past like her, her like her face and shoulders later when she's laying in the bed. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm wondering if this was one of those things Netflix edited down from its original. Uh. Oh, before before I forget, I want to mention this too. Um, the reason why these episodes have felt longer and have been longer, um, I caught this when I was doing some research, is that. Netflix is airing um, the director's cuts of the last episodes in oh. the series, which is why these episodes are a bit longer. The Snyder Cut. 
Yeah. Um, the the right. the episodes I believe twenty three to twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, and twenty six are all longer because uh, Netflix chose to to air those versions. Okay, then it's unlikely that they edited this. They still could make some adjustments because there's a scene later on that has gotten Netflix a lot of negative flack between Shinji and a certain male character that's introduced in this episode. Oh uh, yeah. They changed some of the dialogue in the the English version, the new English dub. Was there was there just some raw dog going on before? I believe I made a note of this in my notes. Okay, fair enough. Because if there was some raw dogging going on earlier, that actually would make a lot more sense. <laughs> There's no actual raw dogging going on, Bill. Um, but there, there is a, there is a a line that's changed. I had a hot dog for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you cook it? Uh, someone else cooked it for me. Oh, well, then you didn't raw dog it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, apparently Asuka's been missing for seven days. Which, and apparently not eating much because her cheeks are very sallow. Seven days. <laughs> oh, she wants the video. That's the problem. In seven <laughs> days, I can make you a pilot. <laughs> She watched. She watched the video. Oh Lord! Just a sweet transvestite. Anyway, moving on. Oh, the... I, I was fucking talking about the ring. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I did. Rocky then Horror. I worked, worked a portion of in just seven days. I can make you a man from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> you know, honestly, that's okay. I think. <laughs> I, I always kind of felt that way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next we've got a scene of Misato learning that the fifth child, I'm not going to say. How the fifth say children, it. Matt. No, the fifth children. The fifth child. The, it's fifth, the, fifth, children. the fifth child is Children, coming. Matt. That's how it's child. grammarized in, I, it's, in Evangelion. Uh, I give them permission because I'm used to it now. Okay. I'm going to say that in real life now. Okay. Misato says that uh, all the recent events seem like they were well written. By somebody. <laughs> well, that's just a writer giving himself a pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me doing a good job yeah, with this yeah. anime. <laughs> Turns straight I think, to camera. This I think is well I, written. I, These I, events <laughs> look only have been written by a genius. <laughs> <laughs> there will, I'm sure there are varying opinions on, on that bit. <laughs> then we'll just move on to Shinji, who's remembering the time that he called Ray motherly. Yeah, and then finally pieces things together. He's like, hmm, Ray, Mom, hmm. Awkward boner. Yes. What did he, what has he pieced together? I'm not clear. Um, That they're connected in some way. That, you know, like he's, he saw the tank of Ray clones and knows that, like, his mom died in some accident having to do with Unit 1 and all these different things. I think he's, I think he's starting to piece, he's starting to piece these things together. I have now gone to the end and watched some of the movies. I still haven't pieced everything together. <laughs> I have thoughts that are going to wait till we get through it. But. Yeah, that's fair okay. A lot of thinking is involved in this series. It's, it's a cerebral series. The cerebral ass. Assin. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I still Hey, <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about dead cats? I'm uh, against. <laughs> okay. You generally, there's a there's a cat that I live with that is supremely annoying to me. 
Although my so roommate you, loves it to death. So but, you're not uh, against it. If I come home and find it dead one day, I'm just going to go like, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, this next scene has to do with dead cats. Yes. Uh, not seen, just mentioned. Just mentioned. Ritsko regrets not being there for her cat that has who has died while under the care of her uh, grandmother, was it? Yes. Yes, her grandmother. Ritsko, that cat didn't give a shit. <laughs> She's having this conversation with Gendo. She is. In a black Ritsuko, room. Ritsuko, Gendo doesn't give a shit. Yeah, she's like, why aren't you yeah. boning me anymore? <laughs> he he asks why she destroyed the uh, the Ray clones, the dummies, and she says she didn't. She just she destroyed Ray herself. I guess I guess because uh, she destroyed all the uh, duplicates and uh, supply and parts. We've replaced her three times already, so uh, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> she, the right. girl's a bit accident prone. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I killed Ray. You know, eventually. Not immediately, but eventually yes. she's going to die because I did she's this. She's probably got so a, it's just the a toaster in the I bathtub right now anyway, <laughs> as we speak. I just, I'm, I'm not overly fond of times when someone says, when someone says something as if it's happening immediately, but really it's something that will take place in the future, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, did you guys know that uh, they were boning? I think there was some slight indication somewhere I remember there being like a like some line or something. Yes, because I finished the anime and have watched some of the movies. <laughs> other than that, no. But otherwise, I think this is mostly a new reveal. Right. Yeah, I think when we got to this the first time I watched it, I don't think I even really caught on that. That's exactly what she meant. I think she was being. I thought she was being metaphorical about feeling mm. like a slut or something. Yeah. Yeah, could be. She says uh, that he never really wanted anything from her or something along those lines. I mean, he wants something. Yeah. That was yeah. a little hard for me to to dissect that bit of this scene. He just had to get that nut. My take is he was trying to emotionally use her to keep her on the side of on his side throughout this whole thing. Sure. Of everyone there, he really needed her buy-in because she understood the Magi system. Up until a certain point, Masato was just blindly following him. That is unerringly arrogant. He's like, how can I keep this scientist working for me? I know. My penis. <laughs> I, I just... Also unerringly <laughs> male uh... <laughs> in its thought process. <laughs> Don't forget, men are dicks. Yes. Just two Two heads... Only enough blood to run one at a time. This is correct. Yes. <laughs> it's not wrong. Matthew is correct. Again, as a possible demisexual, I uh, don't understand doing it that way, but... <laughs> so what happens next, Matt? Ritzko wonders, Mother, what can I do now? Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't take advice from Mommy, dearest. Uh, no, I think we saw that she can make some bad decisions. <laughs> Because she was also begging Gendo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yes. You don't, she shouldn't be sausage sisters with her her mom. Sausage sisters? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can we never use the term sausage sisters again, please? (laughs) Except maybe in the episode title. Yes. Oh, fuck. In the course of this, it's 
<laughs> this is Sausage Sisters. That is the name. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Shinji is at the on the uh, shore of the new lake that they have, and he's wondering <laughs> where Asuka went and if he should tell her the truth about Ray and the clones and everything. Yeah, this is a, kind of a depressing scene because, like, you think he also like says that Toji and uh, Kinsuke. Kensuke yeah. have like their families have left because you know things were evaporated and they're like right. you know what fuck this well, why are we still dead. living here <laughs> I guess to- well, no no to- no is he not dead no. no we just we never saw him his full recovery but we're to assume especially this yeah. line we're to assume that he's yeah okay, so fair uh, enough they've all moved away and hey that's a nice way to clear up your cast <laughs> I thought the same thing just shunt him off somewhere without a word. I, I thought the oh, exactly okay. the same thing. Yeah, like I, We don't have any use for these characters anymore. I was dead set thinking that Kinsuke was going to at some point be an EVA pilot. Right? Yeah. Like, I would have put money on that. Subvert your expectations. I remembered that happening in my faulty memory of having seen this show years and years ago. But no. I bet it happens in the source material. It's almost got to. At this point in the series, we're getting into parts where I can't help but thinking that maybe if it had ten more episodes to work with, this would turn out better. I think that's probably fair. I think that it's important that they mention that these two are gone, and that, like, people are evacuating. Because, like, the whole way that this episode works is Shinji has to feel completely isolated. He's been driven to this complete isolation in so many different ways, right? Like, as much as... On this podcast, she gets her her name drug through the mud a lot. Um, Asuka, despite being not necessarily a close friend, was the closest that he kind of had, I think, in a lot of ways to, like, a companion or a a sister-type figure or something along those lines. Right. Yeah. Ray was always there, but there was a detachment, and now he's witnessed and saw that Ray is nothing but body parts without a soul. He's confused about that, so he's 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 completely like not sure what kind of connection he can make with her. He of course has this bad relationship with his dad. He's uh, avoiding going to see um Misato after like their sense of detachment for one another. So like he has no one at this point where he's staring out in this lake and it's the perfect opportunity to be completely manipulated. And that's what happens to him in this episode. Hey, you like candy? Well, well said there. Yes. Cue the sexy boy humming. <laughs> humming like classical <laughs> music. Yeah, I, I've been trying to remember what the name of that what the name of that it's, music. Is. The song is "Ode to Joy." Okay. And sexy boy humming might also be a title. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kauru. Definitely a human this, name. This this actor is says it terribly. Yeah. <laughs> terrible job of saying his name. <laughs> My name is Kawaru. Kawaru. I can't say it now. Kawaru uh-huh. is uh sitting uh, in the is a great name. <laughs> Sitting in the middle of this lake, or like on the edge of this lake, yeah. on an angel statue. Right. Heavy-handed hints and symbolism here. Yep. He says that music is good and important, as Batman once said. 
music <laughs> is the greatest thing that the Lillins had have, have ever created. Lillins? That's a regular sense. The Lillins. <laughs> Lillins. Yeah. The hell is a Lillin? He it's, uses this term a lot. It's the plural of Matthew Lillard, who played Shaggy in Scooby-Doo movies. That no, does it! That doesn't make any sense. It's all connected, man. The Lillins <laughs> will make more sense... I guess as this episode comes like forward, yeah, and I think I eventually figure it episodes. out. I think. Well, we do get a re- uh, official reveal of of Bill's theory from episode twenty, which I was editing when uh, just the other just this week, where he mentioned if there's an Adam, I wonder if there's a Lilith or a Fraser. <laughs> and, and and Bill, not Matt this time, no Fraser, um, but Bill was correct. As we'll see. And the Lilins has to do with Lilith. Shinji's first question is, how do you know my name? <laughs> that wouldn't be my first question, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know my name. Why the fuck are you dressed like me? <laughs> among among other things, what's a Lilin? Might be the first one. But How do you get your hair to look like that? Because I like it. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> so, hey, it's the fifth child. Ren. No, it's not. Thank you. <laughs> This is where we first start to get into some of the stuff that's going to come up later, because Kaworu tells Shinji to just call him Kaworu without using any Japanese honorifics. Yeah, Nagisa, I believe this is. Yeah. Shinji looks embarrassed suddenly because you don't introduce yourself or talk to someone you don't know very well without using honorifics. Mm-hmm. Okay, that flew you around my head. Yeah. And yeah. again, this is more of that manipulation. Yeah. Of like, I'm already close to you. Yeah. Yeah. We've just met, but I already consider you to be a close acquaintance. We don't use those things we don't yep. use with, with friends. Right. So Shinji says that he can do the same. It's like, sure, just call me Shinji. And again, I was like, no shit. That's your name. You just said it. <laughs> he just said it. Yeah. So they did their best job of translating something that doesn't really translate. Yeah. I, 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 I guess. totally missed all that. This is why we have Matt here. That makes more sense, actually. <laughs> Then it's Misato. Who's she, she's talking to? Someone I forgot the. It's a uh, Makoto Hayuga. Hayuga is this, Hayuga. this the Hayuga. One of the one of the first lieutenants. I had a D and D character with that name. I know. Huh. Oh, huh. really? Hey, what do you know? <laughs> There's no info on this Kaworu kid except that he was born on the day of Second Impact. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not um, something to worry about at all. Wasn't the second... Imp- oh, I guess it was like... How long ago was that? 2001? Apparently 15 years ago. 2001? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, a, in addition, Who's-His Face has found out where Ritsuko is. Oh, yeah. Which is Which doesn't really mean anything at the moment. <laughs> it will come up later. It'll be important later. Because she's going to reveal some information. All we know is she's sequestered somewhere. It looks to be like the uh, uns- the Sealy interrogation room, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Just, they're going to go ahead and perform sync tests on the fifth children. Ugh. Fifth children's fucking good. He can sync with Unit 2, and they didn't have to do anything. Yeah, they didn't have to do a dance number. He syncs up a lot better than they expect for a first syncing. Yeah. Practically. He is very proficient. <laughs> he is. That's what... And they're like, this is so great. They're wondering how he does it. Somebody says something, and Misato says that the first thing we have to do is accept the facts, then we can attempt to explain them. 
very pragmatic. I like that. Yeah, yep. I think that's a... It is a truism. Yeah. That quick scene is over. Yep, that's it for that. We see Ray, and then Kaoru gets off at the elevator. Oh, oh. I think. Yes. Kaoru tells Ray that they are built the same. They're both built so that they can survive in this world of the Lilin. Yeah, he's like, hey, you have a Lilin body too. And she's just like, what? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Weird ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) She does give him like, you're a fucking weirdo. And that's the end of that scene. (laughs) Yeah, we get, we cut over to Gendo and Vice Gendo. Did we? Yeah. Oh, what did they say? They say, uh, oh no, the fifth has met, has met, uh, has met with Ray. Ah, and, uh, oh yeah, they did. And, and Gendo's like, all right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Next, uh, we've got Misato wondering just who the fifth is. And we see her sweet car poster. <laughs> we do. Goddamn car posters. I like how they, they took a real image of a car and a poster and put it in there. I like when they do that. I also enjoy that. And then we have a quick cut to her outside Shinji's room with Pen Pen. Yes. She stares at it for a while, then she goes in, then she ruminates, and then we end that scene. Yep. We cut to Shinji. Yeah, he's waiting for Kaoru. Well, he, he's Kaoru. listening to music, yes. and Kaoru comes out, <laughs> and he's like, I see you're waiting for me. And she's like, no, no I, I, I wasn't, I promise. So I don't Blushing. know if he was... But I yeah. think he was. Yes. They have a little chat, chat which in which Shinji says that he doesn't really want to go home. But Kaoru says that, hey, having a home to go to is a happy thing. Yeah. Well, it should be. Better than not, I guess. But that's not a universal fact. And then he's like, you want to shower with me? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mind. So they, they go to the nerve... Shower room. Yeah. Or as I like to call it, the E Honda stage from Street Fighter. <laughs> or, the, or that thing at the be- in the opening credits of Excel Saga. There's your Excel reference somehow <laughs> yeah. weaseled into this episode. Kaoru starts telling Shinji about himself, so Kaoru already has Shinji pegged. Oh. Not yet, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, he's trying. Uh, you know, he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I've, I got I I can't I, God, I can't keep up with all this sexual slang terminology these days. <laughs> Pegged used to mean like you're they've got your they've got your number they've got you like <laughs> screw it it's just starting to get worse in my head as it goes on. They know the whole thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. We get an intimate moment between these two. We do. Full of talk about loneliness, and nobody can ever be fully free of loneliness because we're all ultimately alone. Aren't we? He reaches out and he caresses Shinji's hand. (laughs) Shinji squeaks. And he's embarrassed. (laughs) And then the lights go out. And it's time for bed. Yeah, He gets even more embarrassed because Kaoru just stands up and his dick is right in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Kaoru starts talking about how hearts are full of constant pain, and they're also very fragile. You should get that checked and out. Sh- <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> Which reminds me of one of my favorite animes, Angel Heart. Is it like Vandal Hearts? 
No, there's a main character who's an assassin who goes by the codename Glassheart. Okay. It's an alternate City Hunter universe show. I see. That's really good. But, sorry for that tangent. I'm going to have to put Assheart in my name list now. <laughs> and this is where we get the moment where people are very angry. Yes, on here the it is. Kaworu says that Shinji's heart is especially delicate. Shinji, in, in the English dub, in the English dub. The new English dub. In the new English dub, he says that Shinji is worthy of his grace. Yes. You're worthy of my grace, he tells yes. Shinji. Now, in the Japanese, it's you're worthy of my affection. Yes. It's damn, boy. <laughs> there are people who are claiming that the new Netflix version is undercutting the sexual or uh, romantic, more than anything, um, between the two of them. I didn't realize that was the line. It, yeah. I thought it was when he said he likes him. I thought he like should have said he loved him or something. It's it's doing it to enhance the angel yeah. juxtaposition. And that's why I'm not as upset about it as some people are, because I feel like saying grace works here. Well, especially as alien as he's acting. Like, yeah. He wouldn't yeah. say, like... Affection. Yeah. Like it, when it, once we learn without a doubt that he's an angel, it totally... It does work. Yeah, it's like, well, you got me. Spoiler. It does... It does does sacrifice the uh, the previous thing, but since that's the only indicator we've ever had throughout the entire show of any such feelings in Shinji, right? Well, he's going along with it and blushing, so yes, I think we're fine with that. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think it undercuts the moment. No, I don't. I don't think it does either, personally. No, we can still look at it and think, oh, hey, well, Shinji, I didn't, I didn't know that about you. And well, you could argue, like, there's so much with this scene that, like, he's so deprived of, of affection, mm-hmm. and, like, he's so repressed sexually, yeah. that, like, you could read it, like, his interactions with women as, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, like the sen- this is a sense of exploration, or, like, there, I don't know, like, there's a lot you could read into it, but we don't really have time for that, because we're <laughs> right. running headlong into a break card. Oh, no! Welcome to the break card. You know who I am, and I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Tuning Japanese. I'm going to start this break card by saying head over to patreon.com slash tuning Japanese where you can get bonus content, including our 50th bonus episode, which was a breakdown of Trigun Stampede, the teaser trailer that came out. We're able to mine a lot of information from that and other research online and give our hot takes on the anime that is to come pretty soon. Uh, the brand new CGI version, the sort of retelling of the earlier moments of the history of Vash and Knives, it looks like. Uh, you can see a preview of that on our main feed if you have already listened to that. Great. And if you want the rest of that, as well as other bonus content, you can, again, head to patreon.com slash Japanese. I know I say it a lot. I know most people... Ignore it, but really, honestly, it is the best way to help support the show if you are able. I understand if you're not. If you can't do that, there are a number of other ways to support, like leaving a five-star rating and or a review if they allow it, or you listen to the podcast, telling people about our show, etc. 
We've also got the next episode of Tuning In. Kuma 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 Bear is the anime that we're going to be talking about. And uh, Matt, who does the editing on those episodes, thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate that, said it might be our best episode of Tuning In yet. So I'm looking forward to checking that out myself. And that'll be posted next week on the feed as well. So uh, about mid-July, we're going to be doing an episode of a Gundam show What Gundam show? Well, I guess you'll have to become a patron and find out. We're nearing the end of our discussions of Evangelion. This was a wild episode. The next one's going to be our dual discussion of 25 and 26. And after that, it's the end of Evangelion film. And then we're going to do one more episode where we break down the show overall, rank it amongst the other anime that we've talked about. And then we're also going to reveal what we're going to be doing for season eight of the show. So I'm looking forward to that big reveal and looking forward to experiencing that with you all and kind of looking forward to doing something that isn't Evangelion. Uh, I know that's a bit of a sin to say. So thanks for hanging out with us today. Let's get back into the review and let's see how this weird episode ends. And we've returned from the break card. This title, after the break card, is yes. the beginning of the end, or knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. So we're heading into cowboy bebop territory here. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Rolling Stones? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Which I think it was originally Eric Clapton. Yes. Ah, okay. Music. It's the greatest thing the Lillens have ever created. <laughs> it, right? it is. As I mentioned earlier, but as Batman said, all music is important. It's the universal language and our best hope for the realization of the brotherhood of man. Is this Adam West Batman? Yes, absolutely. I, l- I just that, bought that. That on tracks. DVD. Did you? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to over to the Sealy members who, is there a reason why we haven't actually seen them? In We've a long, seen long them a time. little. I mean, it's been a while. We saw the like they were the guys in the, with like the Tetris cube desks. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, we really saw them. We saw glowing desks and like shadows sitting at them. Well, we saw like there's the, the head guy has like weird futuristic glasses. Yeah, oh. it was like in the first episode or two, we saw them color coded okay, yeah. sit, sitting around uh, Gendo. But I thought the glasses. Uh, I okay. I kind of remember the glasses now that it's said. Yeah, it's like they decided too late that they should keep them mysterious or something. Yeah. It's not like they were anybody important anyway. Like, what we give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Whether they're faces or not. Like, it's one thing if they're like, it's going to be a reveal. Some of their voices were annoying enough. Because they didn't want to pay extra people to be nobody. They're just like, uh, just just make up a weird voice. Yeah, it never goes away, you bastard. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. We got the Sile members chatting with each other, and Sile created Nerve to carry out a certain scenario, but Gendo has basically usurped it, and they have to reclaim it before the promised day. And after that, they will hold Gendo accountable. Yeah, that tracks. So, okay. <laughs> that Those are words that were said. They are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the here's what I think is the big reveal. They used the Spear of Longinus, and they lost it on purpose. Gendo lost it on purpose. 
Yeah, Gendo lost it on purpose. Yeah. They wanted it held because they needed it for something, so that's why he had yeah. Ray chuck it in the space. Yeah, yeah. Under the guise of it being the only thing they could do against that angel. Right. And maybe it was, too. I don't know. It's Gendo standing in front of uh, Eva Unit 2? Uh, Eva Unit 1. Eva, right. Eva, he's standing in front of Eva Unit 1, uh, saying this. And then and he says, the final angel will come soon. And then we get a very quick shot of his hand. Yeah. Gendo really should wash that more often. <laughs> I feel like, okay, remind, 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 not strong enough. Grab my little hand. <laughs> remind me, did we see this anywhere else in the anime up to this point? No. Apparently not, because I don't even know what you're talking about. I missed it okay. entirely. Okay, there's just just Google Gendo Evangelion hand and like <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> you'll you'll probably you'll probably find it. Um, this makes sense more gonna, when you watch the end of Evangelion. Gonna wind up on a list somewhere. I'm doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just search Gendo hand. That'll bring it up. I think. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's a quick cut. You almost you can miss it very easily. I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. It makes more sense with the end of Evangelion. Something is growing in Gendo's palm. He's got a great big eyeball. It's, it's curled, like that curled up. character it's almost a fetus. Or it's also it's like it's like a Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought was Vampire Hunter D. Oh, okay. Sure. Very similar to D's hand friend. <laughs> he gets in their eye. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Oh, I just read the first three original novels for Vampire Hunter D, and I can't remember what uh, what his hand actually is, <laughs> which makes me sad. I don't remember either, to be honest. That's okay. I've never read the novels. I should, probably. So uh, here, this might be a clue, because Gendo says that when the final angel is killed, his and Yui's wishes will come true. Yes. So maybe he's got his wife in the palm of his hand. <laughs> um, no, <Maybe>. but <laughs> she's looking pretty rough. Could, if be, that's related. The case. Could be related, though. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. All right. Well, <laughs> from that bit of weirdness, we just see Ray uh, lying in bed, I believe, wondering uh, about Kaoru and why they seem like similar. And why she's alive. And yeah. why, yeah. And then the saddest moment of all of Evangelion. Yes. We see Misato and Pen Pen. And Misato can't take care of Pen Pen anymore. And Pen Pen has to be sent away. <laughs> no! Somewhere there's an anime out there that's just Pen Pen's adventures once he's sent to live in the country. Yes. I like to think that he that. joined up with Menchi. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. And they're and they're gonna and they're just having great adventures. And they found a magic wardrobe that takes them to a fantasy land. <laughs> of, Fuck yes. Of better thought out Christian analogies. <laughs> and better and, and better and better animes. Yeah. I wanna see I wanna see Pen Pen chasing through every other thing that has a focus on penguins. Like March of the Penguins? <laughs> yeah. Just in the background. Suddenly appearing in suddenly appearing on in happy feet. Or Batman or, Returns, uh, or the what? Yep. Batman Returns. Ba oh yeah, 
I'd also be okay with this. <laughs> Are you writing this down again? Another I'll... art project? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ben has to become like... He loses his way and becomes a suicide bomber working for the penguin. <laughs> oh my god! Those penguins had rockets on their backs. Well, that that was that's before this show though, so maybe that was his last job. No. She Misato rescued him from the, yeah. from the penguins. He sees from other, the, pe- the other penguins blow up, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> you say we continue with the uh, whatever's developing between Kaoru and Shinji, huh?" Yeah, they, they have a sleepover. They're, yeah, they're they're lying in two beds, side by side. It's not even beds. He's it's uh, Shinji's on the floor. Yes. Huh? Yeah, he's on the floor. Yeah. Because he makes a comment. He says, uh, "Maybe you should be the one that's on the floor or something." Like no, that. no, Karu. Karu uh, says, "Like, oh, you're my guest. You should. I should be on the floor." Oh, that's what it is. Okay, it's hard to tell from the top down view. Um, I have a question. Uh, okay. Why are they just covering up their their wieners and nothing else? Yes, is this is this is this normal Japanese like ways of wearing blankets? I would not be able to do that. Well, they're 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 wearing uh, at least pajama pants. Yes, and, and shirts. So aside from their feet, arms, and heads, it's the midriff that's going to become uncovered as they sleep, and their bellies will get cold. <laughs> I guess. That's that's why they're they just have it right there. That's so weird. So fucking weird. I thought it was just the morning wood shed. Best bit Bruce Campbell ever did. Robot chickens morning wood. <laughs> hey, where are they anyway? Are they... They're in Kaoru's apartment. Assigned apartment. Yeah, he's got one like Ray had. Has. They have a little uh, chat with each other. I didn't make note of most of it except where Shinji says that he was staying with a teacher before he came to Nerve. Yeah, it's they're just kind of getting to know each other. I was living with a teacher, and I just took up space, and I was happy doing that. (laughs) Yeah, Shinji admits that the only thing he really knew about himself was that he hated his father. Yeah, there's some of that. We already know all that shit from everything. But uh... But, uh, then, Kaoru decides to crank up the romance a little bit. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Puts on some very white. (laughs) I might have been born... So that I could meet you, or something like that. Yes. Yes. Man, that boy looking like an angel. Of course, Shinji gets embarrassed. <laughs> Dicks out, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares what what happens uh, during the rest of the night? Although, maybe we can guess. Uh, but uh, we cut to Kaworu talking to Seely. Yes. He's back on that angel statue just to really hammer home what he is. <laughs> yes. Spoiler. This is the most confusing dialogue from the whole episode. Some of it, at least. Uh, I didn't make a note of all of it, so if there's something to contribute, just go right ahead. Okay. Our uh, Kaoru states that, among other things, that man isn't God. Yes. And Sile says there's someone trying to achieve the power of a god, which we assume to be Gendo. I, I assume. Seely and Gendo both want to open Pandora's box, apparently, but Gendo wants to shut it before Hope can escape. Which is kind of uh, torturing that metaphor anyway. Pandora shut it to keep Hope in there. Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) Let me tell you, I am a hardcore stickler for the Pandora myth. 
If you get it wrong, I will get pissed at you. Hope was the only thing left inside the box. Right. That's important. I hear Every time I hear somebody saying, Hope was the last thing to get out of the box, I'm like, no, you... You're wrong! Yep. Get it right! Yep. We get a close-up or at least a, a more animated or drill drawn shot of the angel statue. And it yeah. is like, it is like just an emaciated bone structure. It's fucking weird. And make sure you don't blink. That's true. Never blink around the angels. Can't believe we've made it this far without making that joke. Right. <laughs> I only first saw, I only saw that episode for the first time the other day. So it's a great episode. They come back several times. It's all right. I was kind of pissed at all they do is send you in the past. You know, I thought Doctor Who you. This death, death, oh. is, death is better. That's why I don't one understand the, it. One, 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 one of the one of the better uh, one of the better sets of gimmick. At least I think. Linda, yeah, but sort of like like sets of like recurring villains. You know that I have no understanding of Doctor Who. I know. <laughs> is the show implying that Celie wants to get rid of hope? Ah, uh, that they want to let it out of the box so there's no hope for humanity. I think. They want to let it out of the box so humanity has hope. I think they're getting the metaphor wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I think Genda wants to keep it in the box so that there is no hope. Yes, I think they're backwards. Huh? That's what I. That was <laughs> back uh, oh. like a month ago when we first talked about it. I, uh-huh. That's what I was getting at. Was I think they've, I think they uh, fucked the metaphor up. Okay, man. Just more questions, huh? <laughs> yeah, a lot of talk about hope, and then. It gets doubly strange when they start talking about white and black moons. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. I was like, the black moon circus? Yeah, there's, uh, this This makes more sense with End of Evangelion. Not, but, um, not a lot more. I mean, a little bit. A little bit more, not a lot more. But not a lot more. But yeah, like, there's there's two moons! There's a dark moon and a light moon. But yeah, I, I, my brain immediately went to Sailor Moon, um, <laughs> Sailor, Sailor, Sailor Moon R. Yep. Uh, with uh, with uh, I, the princess of the white moon and the princess of the... I went to Avatar The Last Airbender. That also works. Never seen it. And and then I went to a French film I once saw called Black Moon. That was real weird. Be weird if I had seen that one. Okay, I don't know how to set this up. I'm just going to say what my, it's in my notes. Adam's soul is in Kaoru and Adam's body is in Gendo. Is what I he said. Yeah, don't yes. think that's what they said. No, that's. I mean, that's, not well, that's... it. Not that the word they use. I didn't was like pretentious or some shit. So I didn't say it. Yeah, no. But, but that's that's the gist. That Adam, Adam, Adam itself was split into two entities, and that's and that's what does sort of get explained later on is that Gendo embodies the body of Adam, which is spoiler. That weird thing in his hand is, oh, is Adam. Oh, because they, because Adam was the thing that they pulled out. The embryo. When they were fighting the, the yeah, the fight in the volcano one, there was an embryo. Yeah. They had the, the, Adam, Adam was an embryo, um, that they found. So he put some, he really did put some baby batter in his hand. So he took, he was some baby batter in his hand, uh, and he has, he has Adam's body, but when the second impact happened, Adam's body and soul were separated. Oh. So the soul was born into the body that is Kaworu. Okay. Ah. All right. Which is why he's like, I was born when the second impact happened. Uh, yeah, because okay. you're because you're Adam. You're the soul of Adam. Reincarnated. And he's also the final angel? Yeah. Yeah. 
He's he's the first and the last. There's a sense of like of rebirth here where it's like the alpha and the omega. Adam was Adam Adam was the first created, you know, of humans by God, whereas like now he's also the final angel, but also being the final angel and having Adam now, he's also kind of like the first. It's it's a really weird. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Uh, only Karu can bring about Seelie's wish, whatever that is. More on that later. More wishes. Have you ever had the f- feeling that you're being watched? Yeah, typically by a, a woman and from... And then been able to turn around and zero in on exactly where <laughs> A woman from miles away! Yeah. <laughs> and she says also, like, that's weird going out there talking to him, just talking to himself, so she must not have been able to see Seal. Yeah, that must have yeah. all been, like, in his brain. And yes, occasionally when I'm by myself for a long period of time, I'll turn around and stare behind me just just to freak out somebody just in case they are watching me. Just in case. <laughs> this somebody is Misato, by the way. Yeah. Yes, yes. Misato spying on Kaoru. He's too far away to read his lips. I'm like, you're only getting the back of his head, lady. He's all, Yeah, he's also turned around. <laughs> so she gets freaked out a little bit. Did he see me? Well, we don't know for certain if he did, but he does turn around and smile in a way that makes us think he did. Yeah, being all creepy. Yeah, and then Misato's talking with who's his face again? Seriously, <laughs> what was his name again? Uh, Hi- Hayuga. 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 I think he wants to communicate. Hayuga. We don't get to see the information, but apparently it's that uh, Kaoru can sync with the Evas at will. Seems like it. Which is supposedly impossible or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, he can change his sync rate at will. And like they didn't change out the core of two for him to be able to drive it. Right. Then we get the short the short scene with Ritsuko. Ritsuko and Misato. Yeah. Misato asks, who is the fifth? Ritsuko says, he's probably the final messenger. Which, the word angel literally just means messenger. So. A little redundant, but, but also some double meaning there because. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Without getting inside unit two, Kaoru awakens the Ava unit. And oh yeah, he straight up six strangers it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Dragon sword. <laughs> and then we get we get Nerf freaking out because uh, it is just busting through all the defenses. Yeah, oh, yeah. Asuka, Asuka's catatonic in bed somewhere. At least I assume she's catatonic because she's not moving at all. And he takes open. over that one because he can't take over ones with a soul. But that one's soul has like gone into hibernation because of Asuka, I guess? That's what I believe is happening there. Yeah, makes sense, I guess. That's what he says. Uh, anyway, uh, Fiyotsuki can't, can't believe that Sile sent an angel into HQ. Sile's been behind the angels this whole time? Is that what that means? That sure sounds like it. At the very, at the very least, they're, behind they're, him. they're finally figuring it out. And they're trying to skip a step by using... Nerve, what step they're skipping and what the goal is, and how it even helps. More on that know. later. More on that later. Yeah, more on that. Movie later, later or this episode later? Um, not this episode. Ugh. Just the whole idea of instrumentality. I wish I'd learned to play the saxophone. <laughs> That's all I care about instruments. It's never too late. Never too late. Chase your dream. Yes. Follow your dreams. We got. CLA just talking a whole bunch of stuff. Man is repeating past mistakes and will not change without atonement. And we don't need Adam or the angels and we will transform the future. What the hell does any of this mean? 
It means they're bad guys. <laughs> Doesn't matter because we get a cool ass mech fight. You know, it we actually might be the fight. best one in the series. Yes. Uh, no, but well, in the series. <laughs> well, in the series, yes. Yes. Deploy unit one. Definitely the best one so far. Yeah. Shinji doesn't take being told that Kaoru's an angel very well. And he gets mad and he screams that Kaoru has betrayed him just like his father did. Daddy issues. Shinji has become very invested in this person after having only spent like a day together. Not that I would really want much more of this show, but it seems <laughs> like there's a whole development arc that's missing between these two characters. Like, a whole season of becoming good friends or something. Yeah, if Kaoru had been um, brought into the show much earlier, and it actually meant something that he was a final angel, instead of just like, yeah, well, <laughs> monster of the week. Let's just just <laughs> get rid of get rid of Toji and, and Kensuke, or one or the other, because what what did they really bring to, to this mess? Especially Kensuke, he didn't really bring anything to it. Friendship. Um, you have you have the you have the fake out with Kensuke or uh, with uh, with Kensuke. You know, being like everyone expects him to be the the pilot, and he wasn't. Yeah. Um, you know, we we need the human aspect. We need the human aspect. Yeah, still. True enough. Still would have hit harder if we thought that uh, Kaoru was human until now. I agree, Agreed. though, with that. Yeah, I, agree, I do agree that like it is weird that they waited until the very last. They waited one episode to introduce this guy and then immediately deal with it the way they get dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them meet and then Kaoru mentions that he can merge with the Avas when they have no souls. Or Yeah, or that was... Like yeah. That. Yeah, but yeah, as you said, Unit 2 has withdrawn its soul within itself. They don't really say why, but I assume because of Asuka's... Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I assume. Oh, uh, uh, epilepsy warning, by the way. Yeah, this is not quite as bad as the film, but like this, this does go on for a while. It does. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not affected by such things anymore. I l thought I was going to be affected by the film. We'll talk about that when we get there. But like, it was just, it was, it was intense. It was a little too much. I had to like kind of look away for a while. Yeah, yeah. It really is a blessing when they stopped doing that after the Pokemon incident. <laughs> okay, here's more stuff that I just can't get. Excuse me, sir. No, I had ordered a Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> not a. Not a... <laughs> Nice. So, I said that uh, after hey. I woke up from my seizure. <laughs> after all the time we've spent on this show so far, what did you two think that an AT field was? Because you're wrong! It's a, <laughs> it's a sacred realm that's impervious to others. It's the light of the heart. They're the inner walls that everyone has inside. I wasn't wrong because I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm right there. I don't know. Either. <laughs> yeah. it, it, this still doesn't make any sense, but okay. Uh, far as I could ever tell, they were simply a force field. Yes. If we can jump ahead a little bit, they do kind of talk about it in the movie. Ah. And I kind of think I understand it a little bit more now. I mean, it is basically a force field, but a force field produced by individuality. And, and and everyone has one. Yeah, every single person has one. We we learn that too. But and it's what we'll... keeps. I don't know how spoiler I want to get with it. Yeah, I... let's 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 not go any further. Yeah. yeah. Big question is when I eventually see the movie, will I remember any of this? To... <laughs> I think you probably will, just because it's yeah. a big. They're pretty explicit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that'll. Help. I'll hopefully get to it sometime this week. I have a clue about this, so I should tell you that I know some that <laughs> they're pretty blunt yeah. with it. Okay, cool. 
This is a pretty good fight, though, between the two of them. Yeah, actually. It's like, I only find myself thinking, okay, if only I didn't have to see their stupid faces. <laughs> just the mechs fighting. I also wouldn't have hated it if they had better weapons than just, like, box cutters. Right. The, the prog knives? Yeah. Uh -huh. their, their moves are, like, mirrored. Yeah, it's... Yeah, right? It's like the Michael Jackson video, Bad, where the two, like, gang members are tied together, like, with the knives in their uh -huh. hands. <laughs> That's exactly... I think that was Beat It, though. Was it Beat It? Okay. Either way, it's... They're holding hands, like, left yeah. hands, and they're, like, knifing each other with their right hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old form of dueling that I come across a time or two. I think, uh, like, uh, David Bowie was famous for it or something. Well, not David Bowie. <laughs> Whoa! Jim Bowie! <laughs> Jim Bowie! Jim Bowie, David! <laughs> I knew David Bowie was cool. <laughs> I didn't know he was knifing motherfuckers cool. <laughs> oh, my God. And the sad part is, we didn't question it. Like, no, that, that tracks. <laughs> I, I meant frontier hero Jim Bowie, creator of the Bowie Knife, who died at the Battle of the Alamo in 1836. I think it was. Do you not remember the Alamo? There's no basement there. So, all right. I think they're going to kick you out of the state for that. Wasn't that your entire fifth grade? <laughs> just yeah, fifth grade. Remember, eighteen thirty-six. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I had it right. Eighteen thirty-six. <laughs> Moving on, however, Kaoru is getting close to the to his goal. Chattanooga? No. <laughs> What's who's his face? Is that is with Misato, and they're talking about how they'll destroy everything before allowing Kaoru to cause the third impact. Hayuga, yes. Hayuga. Blah, blah, blah. Hope's... Man's hope is lined with sorrow. It's rather pessimistic, isn't it? Have you been watching this anime? Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, got, but, you know, one of hope the... Got, got, hope got kind of hungry in that uh, in that box, so it just ate a few sorrows to, like... Just kind of lined its stomach before it goes drinking. Personally, it annoys me because I tend to come out of adversity with... Still with a positive attitude. Then this is not the anime for you. <laughs> yeah. I admit that had some difficult times in my life, right? But I I pulled myself out of that. And unfortunately, because of it, I've find myself taking the stance of like you should be able to pull yourself out of such things. Which I think to, I, to an extent. Which yeah, which I know is not the case for everybody who's gone through hardships in their Correct. life. Correct. You want to make yeah. sure you Made me very clear about that. Yeah, because yeah, not everybody can do it alone. And yeah, so yeah, I, I admit sometimes I see it and I'm kind of like, well, why couldn't a fault personality flaw that I have? Fair enough. And there's a, a lot of that going on in this anime. I could I could understand why you would you would you would feel a little frustrated. Yes, I think some of the problems with the characters in the anime is they don't they don't express those emotions realistically better done, more realistic reasons than you would kind of think that. You'd be like, okay, well, I understand why you can't. Yeah, well, maybe. that I've seen some people saying that it is realistic. We don't have time for this debate, do we? We so, don't. We are so, almost an hour and a half in. Kaoru has made it to Adam, but then they get a reading of another angel, and then we cut to Kaoru looking up at Ray. Yes. Yeah, because Ray shows up. Well, because they, they go so, there like, yeah, we, 
we have a blue pattern that tells us an angel is there, and then yeah. Ray's standing there. So, more clue that Ray and Kaoru are the same. Closely somehow. connected? Closely connected, at least. And now, a big reveal. This was, I don't think this was revealed before, but Kaoru realizes that he's not looking at Adam that's been sealed away in the super secret underground chamber, but Lilith. Yeah. Things the mother that of demons. Like, oh. Make a lot of sense when you learn and figure out, like, who Kaoru is, when you figure out that, like, oh shit, like, that's not the body of that. Gendo's got the body of that. You know, so, like, there's. Yeah, because I actually I did have that moment of like, okay, I thought that fetus thing they pulled out was Adam. Why is this Adam? So that actually, yeah, that that does kind of track. Yeah, and the the lies that that this organization always throw, tries to throw around. Now we see that Shinji has finally won his fight against Unit Two, and he grabs a hold of Kaoru in his big meaty Unit One fist. Oh my God! Did this go yeah. on forever? Kaoru thanks Shinji for destroying Unit 2 because it will no longer be beside her. Asuka, I'm guessing. I guess? Yeah, I think so. It sounds like he thinks that the unit was better off without Asuka. It's better dead than with Asuka. Yeah, better dead than than with Asuka. Man, he really hates Asuka too. (laughs) We need to get him him on the show. (laughs) He comments how there's equal value in life and death, for him at least. Yes, and that they're basically the same him, thing to him. For his life yeah. and death. Right. He's like, I was fated to survive, but I won't. And he's like, the only, the, like, the one thing that, like, all people, all humans can have is this, like, right to die. So he's like, so I'm yeah. going to let you choose. Choosing choosing to die is the only freedom we have that can't be yes. taken away. Yeah. That's deep. Shinji can't make any sense of it. Welcome to the club. Shinji shouldn't die, says Kaoru, because his kind needs a future. He loves Shinji so, Shinji so much. Yeah. That since it's got to be one race or the other, it ought to be Shinji's. Yes. And he was glad to meet Shinji. And then we get a one-minute, four-second <laughs> static shot of Shinji's Eva unit holding Kaoru in its hand as music plays. There was an important line that Kaoru says. Before we right before this, I think is important. Where he says, "Only one life form can avoid extinction and be granted a future," right? Which is hinting at right the things to happen in the next episodes. Immediately when I saw it, I took that back to uh, Trigun and saving the butterflies from the spider. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good good reference. But uh, that one minute four second static shot with music ends with a head plopping into the water. Oh yeah, it's so gross! It, go, it goes black, and you hear crunch. Plop. <laughs> then, yeah, it cuts back to see the plop. I I just wish that they we'd got the uh, cartoony squeaky toy noise <laughs> yeah. when the head popped. Well, I see him doing like a dandelion. Just, boop. <laughs> oh. uh, from head plopping to Eva washing. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, well, better clean that, sh- that all that off. They run him over yeah. to Simonize. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Kaoru was just like Shinji and Rei. Or Kaoru. Yeah, he or was. Or Shinji was like Rei and Kaoru, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But right. I don't know how, how, I don't know how, exactly. I mean, Sh- Kaoru and Rei, I mean, seems slim enough that they're connected, but I didn't get the feeling that Shinji was connected the same way. 
I did some reading a while back about this when I, when I finished up stuff. And, like, some people were write, have written about, like, the idea that, like, Kaoru is, like, kind of like uh, the other side of the coin of Shinji. Where it's, like, Shinji is unable to, like, show affection. Shinji is, is, is uncertain. Shinji harbors hatred. Whereas Kaoru is, like, all the opposite of those things. Like, wants to show love. Uh, is self-assured. And all these things. So, like, it's almost like a perfected version of, like, all of Shinji's faults. Or, yeah, the opposite of him. Yeah. So maybe maybe this is more of an emotional connection, like, like relation thing than it is, like, A.T. Field, the Angel, the, all that kind of shit. This show needs a lot of time devoted to it. Clearly. YouTube has a ton. Yeah. Yep. There, uh, your time was devoted to it. Jesus Christ, we're almost at like our second, our yeah. second run through already. All right. Shinji thinks that Kaoru was a nicer person than him and should have been the one to survive. And Misato, who's sitting beside him at the at the lake, is like, "Fuck that!" He craved death. Yeah, yeah. he attached himself to a false hope. Well, what hope was that? I don't know. He had no will to survive. Yes, that's also something she said. I go I go back to Shinji, you knew this guy for a fucking day. Right. Romeo Romeo and Juliet, man. That had a better ending than this show. <laughs> Different tone, yeah, that's for sure. The stupid kids got what was coming to them. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. We needed again it would have been nice to have more development. <laughs> was that a spoiler alert for a for a four hundred year old play? <laughs> for like a twenty year old movie. Okay, I thought I were like spoiler for Romeo and Juliet. Anyway, well, yeah. carry on. <laughs> I, yes, I did. <laughs> All right. Well, the stupid uh, kids got what was coming to them. <laughs> as the last bit of this episode, Misato says that Shinji is not at fault, and he replies that that's very cold of her to say. She can't win. No, she's the only person that legitimately gives a shit about him, and he treats her like shit. Yep, he doesn't know how good he has it with her. So that's the end of the episode. Yep. That's episode 24 <laughs> that of happened. Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is titled The Last Cometh. <laughs> Matt. Matt. Yes. Matt. Only meaning Kaworu as the final angel. Uh, <laughs> hey, Matt, it's your episode. Give it us is. your breakdown, your thoughts of this episode overall. This episode was not as bad as the next two. Oh, I <laughs> not the truth. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was the kind of thing you really need a guide for. I, I don't know. I didn't hate watching it. <laughs> but there was a lot of stuff that I need explanations for. Unfortunately, you're not going to get much of it in episodes 25 and 26. <laughs> uh, no. It's a very interesting episode. It's really the best way I can praise it in any way. I like it. It has its faults. I think it needs more development of Kaoru's character. Yeah, perhaps a little less less avant-garde deep thinking or something. <laughs> Wait, we're not even there yet. Uh, <laughs> episodes 23, 25 and 26, man. I like the episode. I like the character arc. I like. I wish they would have spent more time with it, but I do like the sort of, like, here is, they're going to, they know that Shinji is still the one thing that could potentially put a, a hindrance on their plans. So let's take Shinji out of the equation as much as possible by providing him with someone that actually cares 
and have that person have Shinji be the person that will kill this individual, or let and thus be killed by that individual. Yeah, yeah, well, one or the other. Either way, you're you're getting rid of Shinji from the equation. Yeah, and I, I and I guess Shinji is desperate enough to find somebody like that that we maybe don't really need an extended backstory with the two of them. You don't, because like if you if you're just looking at like Shinji, this is this is the culmination of like Shinji or like the beginning of the culmination of Shinji's whole character arc of being neglected, ignored, unloved, used, uh, mistreated, used, belittled. There's a huge amount of psychological damage to Shinji's character, and finally, here's this one person that's that that is this ray of hope in his life and then he has to, and then he ends up <laughs> and then and then he ends up killing them he's the ray of hope he's the ray of hope <laughs> so bill thoughts on the episode uh there was a plot and some x fought for a decent amount of time top five <laughs> that's not <laughs> It's not a good episode, but it's top five. <laughs> Mechs fought each other? Favorite episode. Thing, something <laughs> happened and Mechs fought each other. <laughs> I love it. Great. <laughs> Next time is episodes 25 and 26. Episode 25 is The Ending World. Episode 26 is The, the Beast, beast I Shout. I. Yes. <laughs> the Beast That Shouted I at the Heart of the World. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait anime. to see the beast. That sounds night neat. Because anime. So yeah, those are the episodes. We are going to be doing that as a more free form discussion of the last two episodes in our next one, kind of talking about the ending of Evangelion, giving a little roadmap, which I mentioned earlier. After that, we're going to dive into the end of Evangelion, the movies that came out following the series that retold episodes twenty five and twenty six to give a much more satisfying ending. Uh, and then we'll probably do one final conclusion episode where we kind of break down the series as a whole, rank it with the rest of our anime that we've reviewed so far, and then reveal what we're going to be doing for season eight. But that's next time. Right now, I, we, I think we've talked about this anime, this episode <laughs> in particular, way too long. So, uh, Bill, if you would, please. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime and you guys know that all of our conversations are recorded? I'm Bill. I'm too far away to read his lips. I'm... Uh, I... Did you forget your name? <laughs> no, it's like that's okay. I thought. <laughs> I'm too far away to read his lips, meaning my lips, so I think I'll get a mirror. My name's Matt. You're too far away from yourself. This, what? That... that, that I, that sentence actually would fit into this episode of Evangelion yeah, somehow. Yeah, it would do. And how many times do I have to tell you, Mr. Joshi is gone? I'm Andy. Hey. And we'll see you next time. Kisses. Top-rated.anime podcast by Theropods and Analogists. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. 
You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park, and Andrew Caswell. Kaoru said I was worthy of his grace. That was the first time someone told me they liked me. He was just like me. Just like Ayanami, too. I liked him. If only one of us had to survive, then it should have been him. He was a much nicer person than me by a long shot. Kawadu should have been the one that survived. No, Shinji. Only those who have the will to live can survive. He craved death. He cast aside the will to live and attached himself to a false hope. Shinji, you are not at fault. That's cold, Miss Misato.